Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are listening to this podcast. Welcome to the Green Room Podcast with Neil Griffiths on the Handshake Media Network. We are backstage at Laneway Festival in Brisbane, the very first stop of the tour. And we have a bunch to get through. We have a lot of artists to talk through. And to help me do that, producer Lauren, thank you for coming by. This is like the first time you've like done like a big festival, right? I think you helped me well, like with you. Yeah, no, but welcome to my like hometown. That. Yeah, all right. So Lauren is the uh, the Brisbane editor for the music. Spoiler alert! And you helped me do this whole shindig today. We did it together. Um, it was like forty six degrees, and you're like, "It's fine. It's Brisbane weather. Whatever. It's not a problem." Well, I hope you're wearing sunscreen because you I, look a bit red. It's I'm so <laughs> so hot. But before we get on, we have to do thank our sponsor, uh, Audio Technica, who again have provided headphones for our guests and who are always wrapped to get them. Uh, Lauren, who are you most excited to see today? Well, it's Laneway, so I'm always excited to see, you know, upcoming acts mm-hmm. that I'm not really across. Like, um, His Idiots were excellent, Kaite. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to check out Charlie XCX in 1975 tonight. Yeah. And yeah, we're going to have fun. Yeah, uh, we speak to a, a, lot of, uh, a lot of cool local and international guests. So on this episode... I chat with Benny, Rule, Stella Donnelly, Mahalia, and DMAs, who have just announced their new album, The Glow. It's coming out in April. Lauren, I think your personal favourite was Stella Donnelly. Is that correct? Oh, she's such a sweetheart. <laughs> Beware of the Dogs was definitely one of my albums of 2019. Yeah. And Stella's just doing amazing things, and I'm excited to see the next album and where she's going to go. Check out the episode of Laneway 2020. Oh, welcome to the green room. How are you? Thank you. I'm very good. How are um, you? Thanks for inviting me to your birthday just now. I heard you had a cake. We we're like, oh, cool. I said, Benny's coming in a second. And she's like, oh, wait, one second, guys. She's having cake. It's like, great, good. You can uh, come eat some cake if you want. It's an What kind of cake is it? Uh, it's like a mud cake. Okay. Yeah. Full disclosure for those listening at home, it is about a thousand degrees. It is. Mud cake is probably the worst thing but in the world. But it's going to be so melty and nice. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Um, happy birthday. Thank you. We're told by uh, the lovely publicist, Kaylee, that it was Thursday? 30th. Yeah, I think that was the Thursday. I don't even. Yeah. I've lost track of space and time. Congratulations Good. on the hottest 100. Thank I know, you very much. I know I'm a week too late, but congratulations. You That's didn't right. answer your phone. Thank you. Correct me if I'm wrong. Three songs in the top 100, two of them in the top 30. Crazy nice. One in the top 20. It's pretty wild. <laughs> tell, me, tell me what happened beforehand. Like, what were you expecting? Honesty policy. What were you genuinely expecting to happen in the hottest 100? Uh, I didn't really know. Like, I was like, I mean, managers were like, oh, yeah, glitter, glitter. But, um, no, I was pleasantly surprised when three of them got on there. It was awesome. Is that what you really you were just hoping for? Like, did you think glitter's, sure, like a top 50? Like, Yeah. If you had to put money on it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> no. It's, it's a good thing. No. So that's Lawrence yelling me right now. <laughs> um, and you've just played Laneway in New Zealand. Yeah. How were those shows? Awesome. There's one show in Auckland, mm-hmm. and I love Laneway. Second time playing Laneway. Good old vibe. When was, when was the first time you played Laneway? The year before. Okay. So I played the year before at Laneway Auckland, but first time in Aussie playing at Laneway. I'm very excited. Um, I love the whole festival mm. Laneway vibe. Bit of a Laneway veteran. <laughs> Two years running. Yeah, man. Telly. What's, um, no way. <laughs> what does Laneway bring that other festivals may not bring? I think, I mean, I've only played at the Auckland one, but I feel like it's just a very kind of like friendly, kind of homey vibe. And I feel like even Aussie, like I also played Spilt Milk mm-hmm. and I just feel like it's nice kind of playing with the Aussies and the Kiwis because it's just like, you know, it's a good old family kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. What was the temperature last week, by the way? 
In Auckland? Yeah. Oh, it was not nearly as hot as this. <laughs> I am melting. Yeah, like you can't see our faces. Dude. Maybe I, on social media, but oh it's, my just, goodness. it's just, it's a mess. Do you I want some water? I am literally melting. Do you want some water? I'm, I'm fine, thank you. I'm I pro- I'll, yeah, I have a Red Bull. Yeah, how many hours are we from showtime? Uh, it's about 2pm right now. Yep. Five? Two and a half hours away. Are there extra fans on stage? Are there extra fans yeah. on, on stage? Yeah. Wasn't like fair, there's like, you know, fans. Oh, I thought you meant like, <laughs> like, mute, like, win a competition. Come <laughs> on stage. Like, mm, yeah. I haven't thought about it, but that could be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really have no idea, but I really, really hope so. Yeah. It's going to be so hot. And I've tried to dance when I'm up there, so I'm going to be a It's weird that it's actually way cooler outside than it is in here. I know. But, you know. I know. It's like, a, I mean, it's probably quite good for us, right, though? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's sweating out all the toxins, mm-hmm. you know? I said as I'm drinking alcohol right now, so <laughs> not really, but whatever. Um, so tell me about 2020. What's in store for 2020. Benny? 2020. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going home after this tour, <laughs> um, and I'm going to be working. I have, like, March set aside to just make music, so I'm, like, kind of... Um, working towards releasing a bigger body of work and I'm going to be announcing some other tours and stuff. Mm-hmm. So just playing more shows and releasing more music. It's been really pretty full on since you released your debut EP. Yeah. Last one. It's been great. It's been yeah. a good old time. Yeah, so can we expect an album in 2020? Not going to say anything. Maybe. Maybe not. Who knows? See where the wind takes me. <laughs> I'm a leaf. These are all cliches. These are, <laughs> I know. What about those? Can we, so we can definitely expect more shows at least. Yes. Great. Back in Australia? Yeah. Can you tell us anything about them? Nah. I like to be mysterious. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's great, Benny. Thank you so much for coming by. Of course. Uh, Before you go, um, as it is your birthday, um, look, Laura and I tried to make this like an Oprah moment. Like, look under your chair. But unfortunately, the chair is very low. (gasps) So look under that table. (gasps) You've won a prize. Did you give me a prize? I did get you a prize. Oh, thank you. You can pick it up. It's fine. What is it? Audio Technica headphones from our proud fans at Audio Technica. Thank you very Happy much. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, good luck today. Oh, we are very excited very to see the show. We're very excited okay. to hear this maybe, maybe not album in 2020. Mm. <laughs> I shouldn't be <laughs> Look, we can edit all of this out if it's bad. Whatever, no. Benny, congrats. Thank, Thank you, you so again. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. That's so cool. Thanks. Woo. Thanks. How am I now? That's perfect. Do I sound glorious? Yes, you sound incredible. Uh, those sultry voices is the voice of Rule. Welcome to the Green Room <laughs> Podcast, sir. How are you? I am fantastic, man. I am really, really excited to be here. I haven't done a show. I mean, I did a show like a few days ago, but it's been a while since I've been on tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Lauren, the producer to my left, yes. just said, look, Rule might be late because he's still doing signings and it was about 100 meters deep. Yes. It was pretty fun. <laughs> it was actually crazy. Like I again, like it's funny to be back because I've had like a month or two off now from touring and you know meet and greets and stuff like that. So it's pretty weird to could just jump back right into it and realize, you know, oh, I do have this fan base that are incredible and very loyal and mm. very uh, amazing. So, How has the the Christmas break been? Because um, it was great. I guess after the release of Free Time, you didn't have any free time at all. You no, were touring. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, Free Time came out and then I was like, yeah, I did a. Uh, like a huge US tour, uh, big Europe tour, obviously did the Australian tour in New Zealand and then um I then I just got to break. I got to I got to break it up for a bit over Christmas. Went on holiday with my family and uh, yeah, got some good Z's. Cuz you did an interview with the music.com.au, you can check it out online and yes. you announced you actually finally got to quit school. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of. Yeah, what do you I mean, did. kind of. I mean, 
when I said that, <laughs> I thought I I thought I had. I thought right. I was like over. We we good. We done yeah. with that stuff. And um, turns out that it's actually not legal to, <laughs> to do that without actually like filing like you know to the government that I've got like a well-paying job and da da da. Oh, it's like a so whole thing. It's a whole thing. I feel like after so, year yeah. ten, you're gonna be like, I'm not got anymore. a training job. Not anymore. Especially in New. I think it's just in New South Wales sure. now. There's a rule, but like anyway, I had to do like a bunch of stuff. So for like a few months after that, I had to do some like homeschooling and stuff like that, and um, that wasn't too fun. But uh, you know, I, I passed all my stuff that I needed to pass, and now I'm good, and I've uh, you know. I've told the government <laughs> that I'm good. So you are now officially a <laughs> I am officially, I am a schoolless man. Yes. <laughs> well, congratulations. My parents aren't too happy about it, but uh, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to geek out a little bit here. And if you're not from Sydney, I apologize. So I'm from Sydney. Yes, I know you you're are. from Sydney. Where did you go to school? I went to school at Redlands. Okay. So Redlands is in Cremorne. Yep. Um, yeah. I went to primary school at Mossman Prep. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm going to sound I'm such like a preppy. Yeah, no, I'm a Hills um, boy. So I was like Oak Hill College. Okay. <laughs> Castle Hill? You yes, know I, I know Castle Hill. I don't know the schools though. So what's been happening then, man? Like free time came out. You've toured. You've taken some time off. Yes. What is in store for 2020? Uh, so obviously this right now, <laughs> this this interview. I didn't mean like that's this about second. It. This this is it. And that's it. This is all I'm doing this year. I'm going on a 12 this month is, break. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So laneway uh, after that, and then I'm just gonna be right. <laughs> and then I'm just gonna write the album, I guess, which is you know kind of scary to say now. No, this is good. No, this is good it. because I was gonna. We've been talking about it all day. We did a story, like I want to say, what was it, like three to six months ago, Lauren, something like that. And all it was was Rules Tour has officially sold out. That was all it was. Yeah. It wasn't even really a story. No. You retweeted it. It has had over 500 retweets and I think over 2,700 likes. Um, so when you do stuff, people listen, rule. They do. So be very careful when you say, I'm writing. What are you writing? Where are you writing? Who are you writing with? Uh, so I haven't actually started writing, so I don't know any of that That's stuff. not a good headline. But, Try uh, again. <laughs> a good headline is, rules, finish the album and it's coming out tomorrow. Yeah. Which is not true. Produced by Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Produced, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, no, so I wrote the... Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to start writing in a couple of weeks. I'm going to start writing in, um, in Bali. Um, and then I'm going to go to LA for like a few months. And um, uh, mainly just work with them faces again. You know, he's yeah. done the past two EPs with me. And uh, we really get each other now. I feel like we've just developed such a great relationship where we both know exactly what each other want. Mm. And... Uh, we're just coming up with cool ideas and I'm excited to just get stuck into it really. I've been like, oh, you know, on tour, like I always just come, I've, I've found a lot of inspiration from touring again and just a lot of different types of stuff that has uh, happened that give good, you know, make good songs. That's really cool that you want to work with Emphasis because I think yeah. the music premiered one of your very early tracks, obviously mm -hmm. produced by Emphasis. Yeah. And you're, you've already decided right now that the album will be produced by Emphasis. Yes. Did you know that from the get-go? Was that a conversation Yeah, I mean, like I've never thought that I didn't want him to produce something like obviously in the future I'd like to branch off you know and just you know try other other people and I'm sure he would like to try other people as well he's probably sick of producing my stuff but um <laughs> I just feel like we've just developed such a great relationship and it's just like it's a no-brainer for me just like it's I feel like it, we just click and I feel like that's how the best songs are made is just when the people that make it all are on the same page yeah is there a hit list of people that you would like to work with? I know that there is a demo somewhere with Khaled. Yes. What's that no. smile about? So I wrote that with him almost three years ago. 2017. 2017. Right. 
my taste and my lyrical content, I think, is improved. Is this a way of saying you hate then? that song now? I hate that song, man. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> you were trying to be no, <laughs> His bit's sick, but like my bit, like I would rewrite it, but I just, I just don't know. It doesn't, doesn't feel like me personally. I don't think I don't, it won't ever come out. I'm sorry. That's 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 it. So there's the headline. Is that? A, can you like have that conversation with him? Are you like, hey, can we maybe like try something else? Or I would love like, to get back in the studio with him. Yeah, I mean, he look, he's Khalid. Like, mm. you know, it's kind of hard to track him down. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, we'll see. I'm sure if it comes organically. It'll happen. Can we expect the album to drop this year? I mean, I hope so. Yeah. I really hope so. I've been really trying. I've been trying to like make sure this album comes out this year, but uh, it all depends on. I'm not going to release it if I don't like it. Yeah. I haven't written it yet, or like if it's not finished. <laughs> of course, sure. I, I hope I like it. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, yeah, we'll see. I hope so. I'm, just, yeah. So, trying so post laneway commitments that is kind of your main basically I'm doing a little bit of touring yeah. uh, a few festivals in there I'm doing Oshiga which in uh, Montreal that just got released mm-hmm. which is like can be my biggest festival yet yeah. so I'm really excited for that who's playing on that uh, Kendrick uh, Lizzo uh, Foo Fighters yeah um, Brockhampton so yeah. a couple of small bands sure. yeah just a couple of you Great. know Upcoming artists. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, dude, that's really exciting. Um, okay, before you go, we have a prize for you. I told you there was going to be a prize. Yes, and I didn't even have to do anything to win it. This um, is like the best prize ever. And, now I've, and again, we've told Lauren we wanted to hide it under the chair and do an Oprah moment, but it doesn't work. Look under the table directly in front of you. Oh, what? Congratulations, my oh friend. Oh, my God. Thank you so I was expecting like, like an icy pole. Or like, Why the fuck maybe, would I give you an ice? I don't know, man. I just feel like that was just like what it's, I was going to get. Does it look that tacky in here? You're like, I'm going to get no, an ice I mean, ice bowl actually would have been great in this heat. <laughs> but these are pretty good. Uh, just to clarify, <laughs> they <laughs> are <laughs> headphones from our sponsors, Audio Thank Technica. Thank you so much. Dude, that you are so welcome. Sweet. You can keep them, by the way, isn't it? I can actually keep them? You look genuinely surprised. I am surprised, man. Audio Thank Technica you. will be flattered. <laughs> Flooded, I think. Uh, no, thank you. This is so nice of you guys. No, I dude, really appreciate thank you. that. Thank you for coming by. We really That's appreciate so it. So my mate has these, and I've been really jealous of him for the past like a year. That's yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> thank well, you. Now they're yours. Now, and you're gonna record the entire album with that, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want. Yeah. yeah, you love Audio Technica. Yeah. Rules words, not mine. Uh, dude, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you so much. Uh, we're looking forward to your show tonight, and we're looking forward to this album. See you, man. See ya. See you soon. See ya. All right, we are rolling. Welcome back to the Green Room podcast here at Laneway Festival. Our next guest, Stella Donnelly. Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, Neil. Thanks Uh, for having me. Stella, it has been a while. A lot has changed. You came on this podcast when it was the music podcast. Mm -hmm. We've evolved. (laughs) See that sign? Look at me now, that Stella. That is amazing. What's happened in your career? Well, I'd Not like... much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd like to think I've evolved somehow, but, you know, who knows? Maybe I've regressed. <laughs> no, you know what? I get, I get very fanboy when it comes to you, Stella. I've told oh. this... I think you came on Splendor 2018. Mm-hmm. And I've told this story before, but fuck it, I'm going to tell it again. We met at Big Sound 2017. Oh, we were down, like, right. there was a Brisbane bar. We were doing this podcast out of, like, a very downstairs basement area. You came in... As we were doing another interview, you kind of walked in like, hey, guys. And we were in the middle of the interview. You're like, oh, shit, sorry. That's right. I we, remember that. We wrapped up. You came in. You were 
apologise like 18 times for interrupting. That was with Mama Kin, wasn't it? Yes. yes I holy shit, that. your memory's well, good. Well, she's amazing and I'm really scared of her. <laughs> so I think I was just shit scared of everyone at that point. Yeah. yeah. So you, like, you came in, you're like, okay, uh, Stella's going to perform an acoustic song. Great. Mm. Let's just set it up. Let's do what we have to do. Um, there was about four of us in the room, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And you did an acoustic version of Boys Will Be Boys. Mm-hmm. And holy shit. Everyone kind of looked at each other and went, what the fuck just happened? Oh, that's so And nice. that, coincidentally, was an event that blew you up on a monumental level. Big Sound 2017 was a very important year for you. It was. It was. It was crazy. Um, it, it all felt feels like a blur when I look back. But I, now that I think about it, Brisbane itself as a city, we're, mm. we're sitting here in Brisbane now, obviously, and it's just been, it, it's been the place where things have kind of changed. Mm. You know, for me, there's been this kind of flick of a switch all of a sudden. And yeah, it's I'm not pretty crazy. Credit, but it is my hometown. So oh, you're welcome, Stella. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Laura insisted to be on this interview and we will get to why in a second. Oh, it's but nice I, to have you both here <laughs> chatting to me. I love a three-way conversation. You're in my tent, please, you Stella. three-way. Three-way chat. <laughs> no, I love three-way chat. Do you guys remember doing three-way chats on your home phone? That you do? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. It was a whole three thing. And you'd listen to the music and then <laughs> yeah. you'd like... You'd like pick up when your parents were on the phone and eavesdrop in and they could hear you on the other line. You're like, yeah. Mum would want to get on the internet. All three would get on the line and no one would have anything to say. No, you'd be freaked out. And we'd just going, is that you as well? I hope that's not going to happen now. (laughs) No, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. But we spoke in, yes, Bloated 2018 was the last time I saw you. Since then, you've released the debut album, Beware of the Dogs. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, So I guess what's been happening since July 2018? Take me day by day. Well, the day after we spoke, I had a really nice lunch in Byron Bay. Uh, (laughs) I'm getting to that. I'm getting. uh, No, um, it was. It's been. It has been a pretty crazy, uh, crazy year since 2018. 2019 was mostly touring, and um, I got to go on tour with my band for the year. So that was a really special time. And Splendor, I guess, was the was the kickoff of that. Um, And yeah, it's been pretty mental. It's kind of. Yeah, I've been kind of living out of a suitcase for the last two years, I guess. Um, but it's been great and I've met lots of amazing people and um, and gotten to kind of, uh, you know, explore music in a really different way to how I'm used to, you know, actually watching it live all the time. And, and I haven't written much music since um, writing the album. Um, I guess that comes with the fact that you're touring and stuff like that. I'm not really one of those artists that can kind of write on the road. I really wish I was. Um, but, yeah, so I guess it's just been a very tour-heavy year. Mm. Um, but I'm hoping that 2020 will, will have a bit more of a balance so that I can write some more music. And, I was going to say, yeah. is, is the, like, the Beware of the Dogs world tour still going? Um, it is at this point, and we've got a couple more shows lined up uh, later in the year. But um, after Laneway, we've got a bit of a rest, and it should be, uh, yeah... I think it's well-deserved for everyone, not yeah. just myself, but for the band and, um, you know, for, for everyone involved. So, yeah, yeah we're just going to be kind of chilling out. Is there a time of reflection when you release a debut album? Obviously, it's been out for a while mm. now. You've toured it a lot. Mm. Um, How is it sitting with you now? Yeah, Julia Jacqueline described it as, a, in a way, like she she only just, like, halfway through her tour, like, eight months after releasing her album or something, she only just worked out what her songs were about kind of thing. It's <laughs> yeah. a bit like that, really. Yeah. This thing kind of comes out of you and, and you you know, you put it to paper and you put it on a vinyl and, and whatever. And 
I think it's only now that even now I'm still kind of like, oh, that's what I meant. <laughs> I've been bullshitting in interviews being like, oh, you know, it's about this kind of thing. But deep down, I've got no fucking clue. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is kind of like that. Some songs feel really clear in their delivery, whereas others, you're not quite sure which kind of, um, which shelf they came off. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And you're yet to write anything for a new album? Nothing. I've, I like want to say that I have, but I've, I've written nothing. <laughs> So nothing's Such coming soon, so, anyone. And that's the interview. Catch you later, everyone. <laughs> Thank you so much. We'll see you in 2021. The last time we hear of Stella Donnelly. <laughs> well, will you take this time? I mean, you said time to chill out a bit. Mm. Are you literally going to chill out? Or is it more of a time for you to sit down and start writing, see what comes next? I think I need the chill out to do the writing. I think it's one of those things. Um, I feel like for me, uh, before I became anyone that anyone gave a fuck about, you know, writing came out of boredom for me, really. And it came out of, you know, finishing work at the cafe, going home, reading a book for a bit or whatever. Um, and then it was just like, well, I might just play. I feel like playing my guitar. Like, I feel like picking it up, you know, because it's a hobby and it's fun and it's like a relief. Whereas now it's kind of become a job in a way, which is beautiful. And, and I'm so it's the best job in the whole world. But, yeah, I think I want to almost lock the guitar away until I actually oh. have that weird craving again. Do you feel um, pressure? Like, yeah. because of, I guess, how aware of the jobs was received, especially by women and, mm. like, the state of the music industry mm. as it currently is. Mm. How do you, I guess, follow that up? Yeah, I... I'm very lucky to have a beautiful, um, in terms of like the team, I say that in inverted commas, but you know, like my manager and the people around me and stuff like that, they are so understanding and and they know what I'm like as an artist and that I don't want to put out shit music. I don't want to write for the sake of it. I don't give a shit if it comes in at, at any sort of like, you know, um, top 10 or whatever like I, I kind of I want to make sure I enjoy it because I'm the one that has to go and play them you know so I guess for them it's like well if that means that she needs a break um, to in order to do that then what can we do like you can't force it you know you so look after yourself yeah, and so I think I've like been able to put that pressure so away yeah. yeah for sure for sure I think everyone needs that yeah. <laughs> yeah how long do you foresee this break taking no I really don't know I mean it's been we're going on a little writing holiday with the band um, in a few weeks time in February um, where we might just like play board games and cook and not fucking touch a guitar but you know at least we're just all getting in the room together and and just and feeling that lack of pressure again you know and just enjoying each other's time where we're not having to kind of catch a plane or get to a festival or whatever so yeah yeah, I mean I've got no idea (laughs) sooner rather than later would be great for me but you know I've got some things I want to do just in my life and and stuff like that as well you know Uh, well you know I'm I'm actually a bit of a mad bird watcher and there's a bunch of, I know that sounds weird, uh, but um, I kind of, you know, there's a few pretty amazing things happening in Western Australia at the moment. Um, and I want to do some work with the Black Cockatoo Foundation, which is kind of helping bring back the red-tailed black cockatoos and stuff like that. There's just some things that I've always wanted to do that I haven't done. Um, and I, I feel like if I do those things and tick them off for myself, music will come even quicker. So, yeah, it's almost like you've got to do the complete opposite and then music will come. Maybe. Who knows? No, this is a good segue because this is one of the main reasons Lauren came on here because I'm ashamed to say I didn't know about this till today. 
you run an Instagram account called Dogs Eating Gently. Are you still attached with this? Yeah, well, look, I'm I'm an associate of Dogs Eating Gently. Um, Jenny, my bass player, she is the absolute CEO <laughs> of it. And Anna from a very famous Brisbane band called Major Leaks. Anna, she is the, uh, the co-CEO of that. And I'm... Purely a shareholder, um, <laughs> but I'm, I was I was very much. It was actually Big Sound 2017 where the idea came to fruition, and not only was I having a big year, but Dogs Eating Gently went you know <laughs> went huge, and yeah, it was it was crazy. It was a how crazy do I get time. my dog Winston onto this page? Look I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew that was coming. If Winston can eat gently enough, he'll get on there. Okay, he's so gentle. The standards are pretty high. He's got, he's got an underbite, so he can't really eat very <laughs> oh well. God, but he's the best per- dog. He sounds like yeah. a perfect candidate. <laughs> Look, submit the video. Fingers crossed for you. I can't be biased. <laughs> Are I you on like a judging panel? What's the email stuff? If we want to get our dog on Dogs Eating Gently, where do we go? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's dogseatinggently at gmail.com. But I might be probably hotmail.com. Who knows? Check the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stella, thank you so much for coming by. It's great to see you again. No worries. Before thank you. you go, there is a prize for you. What? I know this is going to sound weird, but I'm going to ask you just to look under the table and Pro- there'll be Rastyle. something. Oh, yeah. my God. Is it this, this, this glass of flowers? No. no. <laughs> yeah. I'm joking. Oh, this is so nice. Some headphones. By our sponsors, Audio Technica. I Thanks, can block friends. out all the noise. That hurts. Not because you guys. When <laughs> Could have said that matter, Stella. <laughs> Shit. But yes, they're yours. Thank oh, you for coming by. Thanks, I need Neil. to get Winston a pair. Yeah, <laughs> get Winston a pair. Block out the haters, Winston. Yeah. We love the overbite. <laughs> Stella, thanks so much for coming by. Um, thanks so we'll talk much, soon. Neil. Thanks, Lauren. Speak soon. Thanks, Stella. See you guys. Woo! Talk. Welcome back to the Grenegi Talk. It's fine. Mahalia just interrupted my intro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Mahalia, welcome to the Green Room Podcast backstage at Laneway Festival. How Hello. are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. You're enjoying fruit salad, I see. Yes. I actually just stole it off my sound engineer and he's really upset somewhere <laughs> around the corner. So, yeah, I'm kind of in trouble right now, but I'm enjoying it. We do have to start on a, on a somber note, I suppose, because I, uh, uh, I saw your Instagram. Yeah. It was very deep. It was, it was, it was as bad as it sounds. It was very sweet. Uh, your sentiment, your thoughts, Brexit is official. Do you know, it's only... The thing is, I, am, I would say, because of the way that I was brought up in my family, I would say that truthfully, I'm, I'm a bit of a realist. So essentially, there's nothing that I can do about it. So for me right now, I'm like, you know, it's happening. Um, I think all of us lot, particularly me and my friends and my peers and the people that I kind of hang around with, I think we're all, we're all obviously still quite devastated by the whole thing. But we're all just like, well, there's nothing we can do. I think it's bittersweet because I'm away. It's weird to be on the other side of the world, literally, while that's going on at home. And I think, yeah, I'm just... I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm sad because I don't really know what's going to happen. I think we're all a bit apprehensive of how it's going to go. And also, you know, I really feel like I still, I think because I so heavily disagreed with the decision Mm. to Brexit. um, I think there's many of us that, that I think will always be slightly heartbroken about it. And I think, you know, watching how a lot of the politicians have been acting and I saw a stupid video of of Nigel Farage um, waving his flag and just, I'm just kind of, I'm actually quite disgusted at how a lot of people have been acting surrounding it, but, you know, I guess as a, as a country and, and as people, I think we need to embrace the change and try and move forward with it. So, uh, yeah, it's bittersweet for sure. Mm. I guess it's so hard because it was 2016 when the referendum happened, I, and now it's 2020. That's what I'm saying. And it's going to be another fucking year before yeah. anything is I just is fucking actually... finished school. 
Yeah. I just left school. We all did our like like uh, that was my first year that that I was able to vote. We all voted, and then we found out. And I remember because I just gotten back from like a girls for like like end of school holiday, and we found out like the day when we got back, and it's fucking it's been four years, and it's like. And also just like the way that it's happened and the way that it's kind of come about, like, you know, because we had our general election back in December, um, which I was kind of massively on and trying to talk to a lot of kids about. And I think, you know, it kind of being now and it being so final after four years of confusion and then and then Mr. Fucking Johnson just decides, Farage okay, waving his yeah, flag that's what I'm saying. Parliament. And like, and now it's like, oh, so now it's just happening. And, and I just feel really, I feel sad because I don't feel like you know, even though we knew that we were going to leave and we knew that, that Brexit was going to happen, I, I, I still don't feel like it's been done in the right way and it just feels... I feel cheated, to be honest. Back four years ago when you were on your girls' trip... Yes. ...end of school... Yeah. ...would you have ever imagined you'd be sitting here in Australia about to play? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not, no. I don't even think I... I pictured myself touring outside of the UK, to be honest, at that time. And at that time, I actually wasn't... Um, I hadn't really kind of popped off at all. So that was really still like the, the, the start of everything for sure. But that being like, I guess a little bit selfish here, is there a certain fear or apprehension from you as far as being a musician? How will that affect you touring anywhere outside of England? I mean, so it's hard because I think, so I mean, anywhere outside of Europe is actually quite difficult to tour anyway, sure. purely just because of visas and, 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 and essentially to be able to tour and earn money, you need to have the money to pay for a visa to work. So that's actually quite complicated, but, but it's always been like that. And we've always kind of dealt with that. I think it's, it's, it's definitely, definitely scary. The idea of thinking now we have to think about that with Europe, but that also, that, that might not happen. So I think a lot of us, a lot of us are kind of just, in a bit of a toss-up, but I think that's why it's so frustrating because nobody knows what's going on, and I just feel like that's the part of it that just feels unfair. But um, yeah, it's definitely scary as an artist. Just the idea that that the only place that I can tour, essentially in an easy way, is is in the UK, and I don't tour in the UK that often. I kind of tour everywhere else. <laughs> is there anyone in particular in the UK that has kind of been your go-to as far as telling you what's going on this minute right now? Like as when do you get to go home and I guess experience this firsthand? So I've been speaking to my parents mostly, just my family. Yeah. We recently, because I've been traveling so much over the past few months, we started a family group chat, which I, which I don't think any of us thought that we'd ever do because we're not that kind of family. And it's on WhatsApp. And um, yeah, just kind of since I've been away loads, we just wanted to have somewhere that we all have been talking. So everything kind of goes through there. Um, I go home in 10 days, but I've technically been away for like nearly six months. Shit. Yeah, and I'm about to go home and be at home for three months. So the so. last time you were at home, like home, home in well, your own 20, bed for 24 hours was <laughs> when? For 24 hours, it would have been Christmas. So I have been home. Sure. I've just not been home and like actually stayed and like gotten to see people. Hung That's out the, with your friends. Yeah, I've not hung out with friends in. I don't. I honestly can tell you the last time that I hung out with my mates. I don't I'm really know. offended because I thought we were friends. <laughs> <laughs> we're hanging out. Uh, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. You guys rude. are getting more time with so me. So rude. <laughs> I would like to be involved in the family WhatsApp chat, please. Absolutely. I'll get you in there. <laughs> well, on a lighter note, uh, the reason you have not been home is because you have been promoting your album, Love and Compromise. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, how has life been post that release? Do you know, it, it's, been, it, it's been incredible. So I think 
essentially, even though I've not been home in six months, I've been touring an album for six months and it's been, um, it's always exciting to see how your music lands in new territories. So particularly kind of coming out here, pardon me, sorry, I just perhaps everybody. And, um, and like, into the microphone. <laughs> and just like, you know, playing festivals and seeing people singing the songs and, and doing a couple of sideshows. It's absolutely amazing just to kind of, just to watch that growth. So it's been really special. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm loving it. And I kind of, I'm, I'm really happy that I put the album out and started touring immediately because what it means is now that I'm kind of at the end of the Living Com- Compromise tour, I can start something new. So it feels really nice. I hope that something new means just go home and just see your friends for a little bit. We I just- think I'll do that for the first 24 <laughs> hours and then I'll and start then writing bored. again. Yeah. yeah. So what is, what is in store for 2020? I mean, we are the, officially the 1st of February? <coughs> yep. Officially, yes. Yes. N- yes, we are. Wow. God. <laughs> January's January? done. January, January felt like six months. It was uh, like 20 million years. <laughs> yes. I know. Did you see Always, that meme on, yeah. on it? It's so funny. Oh January was a tough year, but we got through it. It's amazing. It's been 84 years. Yes. <laughs> um, no, it's... it's um, what did you just ask me? I said, what's in store for 2020? Right. <laughs> 2020. Uh, I think... Actually yeah. <laughs> um, to be honest, I think after this tour's done and I go home, it, it, it will definitely be... Uh, a little bit relaxing, just kind of working out what's next. I really want to go back into writing just because I just spent two years writing an album and now I feel like I've gotten a ton of inspiration in that time that I'm ready to talk about now. So I think it'll be writing, possibly another small project, um, some more tunes. I just broke up with my boyfriend, so I'm in the perfect time Fuck to him. kind of... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sounds um, like a jerk. <laughs> I hate him. I hate him. Um, so it's the perfect time to kind of start fresh and then summer's gonna hit and we're gonna go into festivals and then fucking autumn's gonna hit and then winter and i'm probably gonna be touring so i think hopefully just it'd be amazing to go home and spend three months really kind of back writing again and just working out what's this next phase you know do you get worried about you know like second album jitters and like all that pressure that's come off for sure yeah but one thing that i will say is that i think I'm really, you know, some people with their, deb- with their debut albums want it to do something. I didn't know what I wanted it to do. So for me, everything was a surprise. And I think the fact that it didn't have the, I quote, like the, the commercial success that, that maybe some debut albums do, I feel like I have loads more space to just go, oh, I can go here now or fuck it, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this now. You so can do that anyway. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah 100%. But I'm, I'm excited by the fact that that it's not crazy and I get to breathe. You don't have to fit into a box or anything. No, yeah. yeah. And I feel really kind of carefree about it. And um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely really excited for, for this next phase. Yeah. Well, this is a good way to end the interview because we do have a prize. We promised you, Lauren, can you get the phone out, please? So we make this very... Oh. Because Mahalia had no idea this was coming. Um, you yeah, need pulling an Oprah. <laughs> to write a second album, you need a certain thing. And those things are under the table. Why don't you have a look? Oh my god! Shut up. You can describe them, please. Shut up. Headphones. I don't know this brand. Audio Technica. Proud sponsors of the Green Room Podcast uh. with Neil Griffiths. <laughs> but they're yours. They're literally. You looked at me like, like is this legit? Yes, it's Thank you. you. No, you're welcome. No, I always. Thank you. I actually don't have. I'm one of those. Like, I'm one of those AirPod twats, so I'm actually really <laughs> excited about this. Because I. You know, like, every time I see a girl out with her headphones on her head, I'm like. I want to be you. <laughs> thank you so much. That's really sweet. Thank Mahalia, you. Mahalia, thank you so much for coming by. Good luck with the shows for the rest of the tour. 
uh, we hope to see you very soon. Me too. Thank you. Thank you. Guys, thank you. All right, we are in the home stretch of the Green Room Podcast backstage at Laneway Festival in Brisbane. And to cap it all off, I am joined by Johnny of DMAs. So how are you? Good man, and you? Do you want the headphones? I just, yeah, you I'll saw th- me leaning, you're like, what the yeah, fuck did you say? Actually, yeah, this is why we have them, Johnny. Come on, man. Uh, yeah, I can get <laughs> some of that, <laughs> that nice proximity effect. How are you, man? It's good to see you. I'm good, I'm good. Um, I'm recovering after I, as I just told you, yeah, a, look, a week ago today. I had a whole spiel to ask stuff, but you walked in and told me a story, so I think it's best you tell everyone right now. All right. <laughs> um, basically, a week ago... Today, uh, I think it was the count uh, during the oh, countdown, sorry, yeah. the hottest 100. I wasn't listening. Number 20, congratulations. But, um, oh, thank you. <laughs> um, and yeah, I jumped. I'd, I hadn't drunk for a month. And it was a hot day and I was like, you know what? It's been exactly a month today. Yeah. I'm going to have a couple of beers with my mate. And basically, I, drew up, I jumped on my bike and I hit tram tracks when I was uh, riding home in Melbourne. And I woke up in the hospital. I yeah. just, were you riding home with friends or just solo no, on just a bicycle? Solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it was it. crazy, and um, had a pretty bad, bad concussion. So yeah, you know, if I start saying some weird shit, I'm still on the mend. <laughs> they said That's seven a good cover. to ten working days, so I'm at day seven now. Uh, so who found you? Some lady. Some some lady saw it happen. Called yep. the um, <laughs> called the ambulance. Wow. Uh, the the next day after I'd recovered and you know my woke up in a neck brace and my partner next to me and blah 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 that's gonna be a fucking scary moment right and you're like what happened like I so what is the last thing you remember or were you that intoxicated that you don't remember the, even the bike ride I I kind of remember going my mate going you probably should ride I was like nah I, I'll be fine so there you go don't you Drink know. responsibly. Yeah, people. that wasn't cool. Love but the you know what? I got lucky, yeah. and I will never do it again. Well, it is a bittersweet moment because uh, DMA has just announced new album, The Glow, coming out in April. Congratulations. Too true. Thank you. Yeah, I think the last time you guys were on this podcast was at Spider 2018 promoting For Now. And yes. here we are in April, and you've got a whole new album. Yeah, we seem to, at the moment, have a two-year cycle kind of thing going on, which works for us. Uh, tell me about the album, man. This is, this is very exciting. Uh, it's cool. I guess, um, you know, we uh, we did the first single with Scott Horscroft, who's a good friend of ours. This is great. and um, But we'd been in contact with uh, Stuart Price as well. Because I guess, like, we on the last record, we hadn't really used... Uh, well, we, we used... Kim Moyes produced it, but we weren't planning on having a producer. And even initially, he was kind of just going to come in to uh, work on drums and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then he was like, hey, can I do the rest of the record, you know? Um, so I guess as a band, we've never really experimented with producers. And um, and uh, so we worked with Scott and Silver Sounds Amazing and this other song called Round and Around Sounds Amazing, which was on the record. Um, and then we did a bunch of other songs with Stuart Price, um, who I guess is known for um, Madonna and the Pet Shop Boys and... Um, some small names and uh, New Order and stuff like that yeah which is cool so he's kind of you know and uh, I guess myself in production wise I've been uh, delving more and you know I've kind of come from a uh, rock uh, bluegrass you know uh, kind of background and slowly been delving into more kind of uh, electronic and pop 
kind of vibes, yeah. you know? How much does a producer influence you, though, like who you're working with? Uh, I think it produ- I think it influences kind of maybe what songs you will choose to put on your record. So how many songs have you written? For, for the, the record? Yeah. I think we had about... We... I think we culled it down to about 35. Wow. And then we culled it down to another maybe 13. Yeah. But so of, of the 35 were ones that we were feeling great about. And then we culled it down to... to um, yeah, yeah, that was kind of cool. Um, and then we culled it down to another 13, which we thought, uh, you know, a producer of Stuart's caliber or the style that he does would work best. Right. You mentioned Kim before. Obviously, Kim Moyes of the presets. Yes. You worked heavily with. Was it a, a conscious decision to to not work with him on the glow, or was it something just happened naturally? Um, I guess, like I said before, we haven't really had much experience mm. with working with um, you know a number of producers, so we were excited to try different people. Yeah. Yeah. What should but fans? But I would definitely um, make another record with Kim because yeah. I love that guy. Do you know when we were at that same Splendor Festival? I was the presets were on here and you guys were in the middle of your set and Kim was in the middle of talking and then just like stopped and was like wait the DMA's playing right now and we literally for a minute we're just sitting there doing this nothing yeah yeah, yeah. Said, oh they sound really good tonight don't they I'm like well no one can fucking hear it yeah, I mean yeah, we yeah. can but the person listening to this episode can't so he's very fond of you I don't know if you know that uh, but the glow tell us what can fans expect from this album that we haven't seen on the first couple of albums especially for now uh, I guess like um, you know DMAs it, it's still a guitar driven album but we did want to experiment a bit more with um, kind of incorporating drum machines and synths and stuff like that so and you know I, I pretty much for me for the last you know th- last two years I lived in Edinburgh for a year and I pretty much spent most of the time didn't know anyone it was me and my partner Hayley and so we, I spent most of the time walking around pub crawling kind of Edinburgh's just, the best What's that? And I love Edinburgh. It's such a cool. It's city. a beautiful, yeah, yeah. It's all gothic and dark, and yeah, you know, yeah. it's and beautiful. So I'd walk Down around. The grass market. That's and, right. Yeah, yeah. Yep, you know all about it. And I know so I'm, about I'm literally walking all around there, and just listening to you know Chemical Brothers, Underworld, Orbital, the new Presets record, and getting inspired by Train Spotting. Yeah, yeah <laughs> totally, totally. You know, and and that was you know that was as a aspiring producer and and someone who uses production to write and blah 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 it was um you know i was learning i was learning a lot of things and tommy's always been into that stuff and and the three of us collectively um you know we're always i think as an artist you've got to keep moving so there's definitely more of that stuff onto it yeah it's probably the most hi-fi thing we've ever done which is also fun you know we have talked about maybe for the fourth record going back to old school dmas and and going even like bit punkier or lo-fi-ish get, get to, back to guitar driven stuff but yeah. for now you know we're really proud of this record and um and working with Stuart was a real pleasure as well mm. he's a pretty pretty amazing guy I, I'm, away from the producer do you think the place that you're like working and writing is inspiring the records like do you think the Edinburgh? place where oh like, you know, um, just being in well, totally. That's where the um, Life is a Game of Changing, our new single, is um, the, I guess, the verses and the chorus, um, uh, which were the parts I contributed to the song yeah. I wrote in Edinburgh about living in a new environment and changing and growing and, you know, 
trying to be inspired by new things. And then the video clip was filmed in Thailand? Yes. Yeah, how was that? Oh, we we didn't... So, um, uh, Bill, who did the video clip, he um, was friends... Sorry, I'm I'm hitting the... There's a fly, so I'm hitting the (laughs) mic. Um, He had a mate who uh, he knew from um, film school uh, who lived in Thailand, had a production company over there, so they kind of... We kind of gave them just the liberty with it. I like, to be honest, I kind of, I like doing that with video clips. Sometimes it can get, you know, the performance clip can get yeah. quite tiresome sometimes. And um, and it's nice to collaborate with another artist and, you know, and say, hey, you know, just, you know, you, you, you've got a vision, you know, he kind of pitched the idea and we were like, that's great. And also, I think Mason had spoken to one of the actors in the... Uh, online, they're both into tattoos and shit like that. So like, and so he featured in it and got some of his mates in it. So that was cool as well. That's really cool. There's just some people walking around with beers. Yeah, Wait for the silence to go. There we go. Um, so with the album out in April, I imagine the next what twelve to twenty four months is just going to be heavy touring, right? Two year cycle, Neil. Yeah, yeah, the two year cycle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's it. You know, I just, I, I you know, we're, we're proud of the songs and we just want to get them out to people and. Uh, we're gonna actually we're playing some of them for the first time live tonight, and um, which is always nice incorporating new songs into the set. Yeah, which is uh, which is great, and um, yeah, which has ha- had to take a bit of work as well. You know, I'm playing a bit more key, a few more like a bit more keys, and um, and even got a sampler out now to play some bits, um, uh, which has been fun. You know, it's nice. It's uh, if, if it feels like a natural progression for the band. Yeah. I mean, this is going to come out on Monday. So the Brisbane show and the Sunday show, which is in Sydney, will have been done. So you nailed it. Congratulations. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but dude, um, we, want to, we want to show our appreciation for the new album. It's called The Glow. It's out in April. Look under the table, Johnny Talk. There is a present What's for going- you, sir. Wow. Wow. Oh, my God. This is great. By our friends, Audio Technica. Wow. This is great. <laughs> you know what? I can, you, nev- you can never have enough good pairs of headphones. That's a Drown good tagline. Well, yeah, yeah. That, no, that's actually um, really, really helpful. Thank you. Johnny, thank you so much for coming by, man. We're very excited to hear the album. It is called The Glow, and it is out in April. We'll see you very soon. Yeah, hey, thanks You're for glowing. the chat. That You're was glowing. great. I am glowing. That's, that was a really nice surprise. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, man. How good. That is a wrap backstage at Laneway Festival 2020 in Brisbane. Thank you so much for listening. Neil, I'm so sweaty. We did it, Lauren. We it's did. so hot. It is so hot. You told me at the start of this episode, oh, it's Brisbane, whatever, it's fine, get over it. No, it's horrible. I'm sticky as fuck. Apparently it's good for us, though. That's what Apparently. Stella thinks. Yeah, yeah. Good for the vocal cords, um, so but if you, I don't believe her. If you did make it through the whole episode, the Instagram page is called Dogs Eating Gently, and it is wonderful. Hopefully, <laughs> by the next episode of The Green Room, my dog Winston <laughs> will be the star contributor. We do, again, have to thank our friends, Audio Technica, uh, These headphones are amazing. They're so good. We're using them right now. Um, every single guest that we have on is genuinely wrapped to have them. I think Mahalia asked for a couple to take them home to the UK. So thank you to those guys. And again, thank you to all the guests that came on. Lauren, thank you for your endless work. It was so much appreciated today. Well, I hope you enjoyed Brisbane. It's, yeah. been, a, it's been a blast. <laughs> I mean, we are, we're in a tent that's very muggy, but it was a blast. It really was. So thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, and we'll see you all next week.